What can I study? Which branch is best? If you also struggled with these questions, or maybe still struggle with these questions, the Today content will help you. Welcome. Today I'd like to talk about the limitations of sciences. Let's directly start with the first one. I firstly chose the arts, sciences, the humanities, and which was a basic thing in lots of centuries, is theology. Theology is for most people boring. And nevertheless, I tried it because in the subject that I studied, educational science, I could choose three subjects. And one of them was theology because I strive for getting to know more about essential things. But as you can imagine, it was not the best choice. Therefore, I will just very short talk about it. I studied Catholic theology. And as you can imagine, it is similar to go to the church, but a little bit deeper in some philosophers, which are also called as saints. Yeah, there's sometimes pretty good stuff from some philosophers like this, but it is not really implemented in what you hear at church and it's a little bit of a pity but on the other hand it is very dogmatic it is like dogmatic you know it is a given thing that means church and all theologists believe that they have the one and only truth and that's all and there is no discussion about it their research method is based on literature that means you take one author and you take another author or maybe a third one and you compare them with each other and maybe you get an insight that the one is wrong in the thing and the other maybe is more right. And that's all. They just discuss already existing knowledge from special people. But you don't know if one of these authors did make a failure and you just take the same failure and work with it. So it's not that good to study this way. It's not that good to do research this way just on a basis of one author or two authors or several authors and just compare this knowledge, but you are not able to give more evidence on most of these hypotheses. That means theology works again and again with the same stuff and it's still focusing these dogmas. And I even saw students, they are so involved in their theology and believe that their church and that their Christianity is really the only thing. They became kind of intolerant against other religions and other people. And so I saw theology is not the best thing when it makes intolerant. But this is because of the dogmas and it is not allowed to attack such a dogma and to question what's behind this and you know and even when you question your results must give a special come out so that you again underline the same dogma that it is a good thing but you're not allowed to question if the dogmas are wrong or so and therefore it's very limited so let's go to the next thing it's philosophy also established in ancient time and very famous in medieval and still famous today but Nowadays, what a pity is for young students, which are searching for a job after finishing university, that there are not so many jobs for philosophers. But nevertheless, it's a good thing. For example, when you study educational sciences like me or a similar thing in which you can include several subjects so you can choose philosophy. And I was very glad with philosophy because there are very interesting points. But are they really helping the whole mankind and are they really bringing us to the essential targets? We will see. An interesting point many people like in 
philosophy, but actually also in theology, but let's say theology now is finished, is ethics. People love ethics. People love that behaving good and behaving fine and brave and, you know, all this stuff. But I can also see limitations in this ethics, in this sub-branch of philosophy. Because the same way you can use ethics for good things, you can also use ethics for bad things. You can use rules or other declarations to judge people. It has always been so. Look back in the ancient time, the Pharisees in Bible used the religious declarations to judge people and to make the pe- to, to make the life from the people worse, that people just felt guilty and all this stuff. And it was the same thing with several priests in the medieval in church and not just in Catholic in or churches that making the people feeling guilty and people have to pay money to feel less guilty and you know but also today in everyday life some people use ethical knowledge for judging people and this can't be the real target of ethical knowledge for example when some students are at school and you you know something about a rule and you judge the other why are you not so perfect or children get pressure from their adults because of they are not good enough and you know ethics is not the last target because it's also just knowledge but there's a difference between knowledge and wisdom and this difference 2500 years ago already socrates worked on and with his dialectical method with his discussion method you can learn how to practice philosophy you can learn to really discuss an ethical aspect for example they take the aspect judgment what is judgment and then you can discuss on the dialectical way and with this way you can find out what's behind judgment and so you get also ethical knowledge but based on insights of your own when you really do philosophy and not just getting knowledge from the outside what people say what's right or wrong And so this is a better thing to reflect on ethical aspects. But this is also limited because even if you got the insight more from within, because you have reflected on your own, you did research on your own about an ethical thing, then it is more like wisdom. But at the end, it is also just knowledge. So you can't save the world just because you know about some good ethical targets and you really get insights of them, and but this will not help everyone. You can do little help if you also start this dialectical talk with other people and want that other people know more about ethical things from the inside, from their own insights. But this is not a basic thing, and this will also not bring people to the highest targets, to the highest truths. What is higher consciousness? What is their own true self? Because ethics... It's just a result of a reflection. And it's also a result when someone reached his higher self, he automatically behaves in a good way. He's not in the position to consider about ethics anymore. A person which reached his higher self or her higher self does. That means he or she is doing and not no more considering. He or she does the right thing in every situation without thinking because thinking keeps you in the ego. And in the higher self, there's a higher kind of intelligence working, which already knows, which knows everything. But there are some branches in philosophy which deal with this higher self, 
with this consciousness. There are some philosophers which talk about the higher truths, which consider higher consciousness, the higher self. In most cases, they were at the same time also mysticals. For example, Catholic mysticals also said that the highest mode one can reach is named contemplatio. And this is the same like enlightenment or like reaching your higher self. I produced an extra video about enlightenment slash contemplatio. You can find it in the video description down below. And these mysticals and also philosophers are actually the only who get a view about the whole thing and who considered the whole life and who considered the essential questions, why we are here. Who actually am I? And you know, all these basic questions and they got these insights and they wrote about their insights and therefore we have this good knowledge from them. But at the end, it is also just knowledge and you must get the insights on your own. You must explore your higher self on your own. Just getting knowledge is not the final destination. The final destination is to reach your higher self. And this could be more done through meditation. And therefore here philosophy is also limited. Also it is a good branch and the matter of all study branches, which was the first established when you look back in history, but it's a beautiful thing, but at the end, it doesn't help for our development. So let's leave the humanities and go a little bit to psychology, which is also a subject of my studies. And it's not a special location. It is, some say it's kind of, yes, it has aspects from humanities, but it has also aspects from general sciences. So psychology is not really located, but that's not so important. More important is that I miss in psychology that psychologists talk about the higher self, that psychologists just talk about the ego. That's a very good and interesting thing, and I can recommend it. Look at Sigmund Freud, and but not just Sigmund Freud, but also his students, because even Carl Jung, or in English Carl Jung, is more important and more interesting than Sigmund Freud, because he... Why didn't the knowledge about the unconscious? Because the ego is not always conscious. The ego is, in most cases, running like kind of an autopilot. Even if you think, you know, that at the same time, many things inside of yourself happen based on unconscious processes. And I think Carl Jung is the only one who considers kind of a higher self. He names it just self as opposite to the ego. But it's the same thing. And he also says that in the unconscious is not just what we do automatically like animals, like our, you know, all this suppressed stuff, what we think, what is too dirty for us. And there are, there is also holy stuff in the unconscious, just Carl Jung says, not Sigmund Freud. And also students of Carl Jung look at all this secondary literature and I can really recommend there are really very interesting and essential aspects to know more about us humans and which could happen to develop in better ways. And this was also one reason why I chose psychology. But in my case, it was educational psychology because I think the normal psychology, the you can say, let's name it medical psychology, has the same problem what medical branches also have. It's just working on symptoms. It is just the normal psychology, the medical psychology just tries to fight symptoms, but is not looking at the cause, not looking at the root, where the symptoms come from. 
And that's a big problem also in the, med in the whole medical branch, but also in the medical psychology. Best thing from the psychology was still the knowledge from Carl Jung, in my opinion. But it is not so deep. And this whole thing, I had to read extra. It was not included on university. That's a problem. On university, they just argue with the ego and not just argue with their self and their own ego, but just uh, the ego from an objective perspective. And that's also interesting. And I think a most, the most important thing from Sigmund Freud was that the ego is splitted in several parts. And so therefore you have like inner conflicts inside of yourself and so on. This makes lots of human behavior very, very clear. And it's a pity that it is almost forgotten nowadays in psychology. Almost nobody deals with the, this knowledge of Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung. The normal psychology nowadays is limited in human consciousness. And it is not that because at Freud's time, they more focused the ego from an objective perspective. But nowadays, they just accepted that the ego, that we are, we are the ego, we have it. And they even don't watch the ego anymore. They just watch human behavior and mental illness. And they are just fighting mental illness and its symptoms and so But they must go more back to the root. And a cause of suffering is the ego. And so it's better to go back and explore the ego and observe your own ego. Best thing is really what meditation practitioners do to observe their own ego, to observe their thoughts, their behavior, not to judge yourself for the, what you do bad and for your negative thoughts. So again, it could be kind of a backdoor, the ego comes and judges yourself. So Just focus it on a neutral way. And this kind of research should be implemented. This kind of research makes most sense, not just to watch other egos and compare each other and look human behavior and discuss about it. A more essential way to do research on is not to watch others, but instead to watch yourself and to explore yourself and to look at the ego and Through this, you can reach the higher areas, the higher self. Because when suddenly one day you find this inner distance, which is not kind of a negative distance, I will explain it in a few seconds. When you find, when you get this inner distance suddenly and you really become the observer and then you ask, who is the observer from the ego? And then you have it. Then you are in this higher self. Then you can really observe. You. The first tries to observe yourself are not really observing there because you are still involved in the ego because you are abroad like this. You are educated like this to live in the ego, to be the ego. But actually you are not. And to really help out of this problem, psychology doesn't function because the medical psychology just focuses fighting symptoms of mental illnesses and the educational psychology just focuses cognitive things or sometimes also other things like emotions but emotions and cognitive things are just results from the ego this is not to explore so when they don't go out and don't go a step backwards to the higher self and to really explore life and to firstly explore their self they will never find true answers they will never fulfill their research when they just go more and more out and more and more and more 
do research on emotions or on thoughts or on other things or more concrete things, just watching children in the kindergarten or children at school and try to solve problems there. These problems can, can never find an end from just do research on it. And even when they find an end, then there will appear another problem or other problems. So guys, solution is when people meditate and find out of this kind of dream of that we are the ego, that we are the body and that we are involved in all this thing. And that's the problem. And this is not what psychology helps for. Now we could go further to this educational sciences which was my basic study branch and here also you can see that there is no content about higher self there is no content about development there is kind of development for children and also for adults but this is just to fitting more in the system educational sciences focus to produce better education on the one hand that means it also focus to make the development of young teachers better. And on the other hand, it also focuses behavior of children and students and people who are learning. In most experiments, participants are learners in educational sciences, but sometimes participants are also teachers or young teachers. But at the end, it just produces new teachers and it really doesn't bring the whole thing further because it just takes the established educational system. And if there are some points which are not working or not working well, then they adjust a little bit and try to solve the problem. But at the same time, another problem appears and then they have to repair this. But this is like a Sisyphus work, which will also never find an end because it's the same thing with the medical thing, just working on the symptoms and not work to find the cause and to work on the cause or the root of the problem. We try to make better learning quality. We try to make better teachers. We want to adjust the teachers. We want to change the teachers that they make a better quality of their lessons. But this at the end will not help when you have the worst children, when there are some in class, they are really kind of destructive and want to disturb the lesson and so. But this has a reason why there are rebels in class. The children, just on an unconscious level, know that there's something wrong in the educational system. They are not learning about the basic questions. They are not learning about essential things. If they would know why they are there and what's the importance of school and of learning, then they could understand. And with this understanding, they would be willed to be more aware. But the basic knowledge and the essential things are missing at school and so educational sciences as they are nowadays are not helpful to develop are not helpful to bring humans in their development i also produced a whole video about the problems of the educational system you can see it down below in the video description let's end this first part of two about limitations of study branches or better to say limitations of sciences in the second part i will go deeper into general sciences and you will also find a solution for the whole thing so enjoy watching subscribe this channel if you like see you in a minute in the next video bye